Timothy, my dear son. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. Do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering. The time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race.
brothers and sisters, and welcome back to an all-new Sermons in the Park podcast exclusive episode. As always, I am your Reverend Jamie McCaskill. I want to take this time, like I do each time we record one of these, just to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, always, you know, showing your support here on Sermons in the Park. We are a small-time podcast small time it's just me you guys I, I i come on here and i record these for you i edit everything myself i create you know i put together the little um uh clip arts and everything for these things and um I, you know it's, it's just all me i do all this on my own um i record these and put them out there for you uh, on sundays you know the the videos you see, that's me. The uh, audio you're listening to here, this is me, all by myself. Um, so it means a lot to me to get have support from you all um, tuning in either here or over on Rumble or BitChute or YouTube, wherever you're, you're consuming this media. It means a lot to me that you take the time. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um <clears throat> Now, you know, yesterday we started this uh, series, right, um, on the Apostle Paul. Um, and yesterday we talked about, you know, um, is he an apostle? You know, uh, and we discussed why he's an why he is considered an apostle. Because like I told you guys, uh, that was something that before I became a minister, I often questioned. And it was one of them that I was too embarrassed to ask. Um, I think um, if you listen, Guy, I don't know if my friend Guy Pelton listens. Um, me and him actually discussed that, I believe, uh, at Whirlpool when I worked there. We were sitting at the table. Me and him used to sit at this table, and we would have these long, what I like to call philosophical <laughs> uh, discussions, where we would just, we would take a subject, no matter how tiny it was, and we would stretch it out into these long discussions as to why this, you know, why, I don't know, just because I'm looking at it, a picture of him right now, why Doc Holliday's hat was black and tombstone, just simple things like that. And we would break it down. And I, I believe, um, and Guy, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong here. I believe that uh, Guy and myself discussed one time you know why the apostle paul was considered an apostle you know when he was not one of the original 12 um anyway you know uh you've heard me say this a couple of times um paul was a roman citizen right but how you know this is one that uh, you know we're going to talk about a little bit here today. We're going to we're going to talk about was Paul a, a Roman citizen, and we're going to and first off, we're going to start off with the question of how did Paul obtain a Roman citizenship? Not only that, but how did that privilege of being one minimize the suffering that he experienced? as he ministered and preached the gospel. If you'll turn with me in the book of Acts, we're going to um, be, we're going to read, uh, we're going to read um, how p- proud he was of the fact that he was a Roman. 
Uh, turn with me to Acts chapter 22. We're going to look at verse 28 where we read. And the chief captain answered with a great sum of. And sorry, let me start this verse over. I looked at it. I kind of glanced away from the page and lost my spot. And the chief captain answered with a great sum obtained I this freedom. And Paul said, but I was free born. Do you get that? And the chief captain answered, With a great sum obtained I this freedom. Paul said, But I was free born. This actually begs a question, doesn't it? How do you obtain a Roman citizenship? But then you, you also have to ask this. What are the rights and privileges of having that citizenship? Well, first we see in Acts chapter 22 that there are two ways for someone to obtain a Roman citizenship. We pick up the story with Paul visiting the Jerusalem temple with four converts, right? You know, and, the, and then the Jews, they see him entering the temple and they begin to riot. You know this from before, right? That you know, the Roman soldiers, they step in and they save him from, from certain death. And they take him to a nearby barracks where they then begin to question it. Now, I did bring this up before. I should say I did not bring this up before because it wasn't important to what we were discussing, which was, of course, the, uh, the uh, conspiracy to kill Paul, right? Um, but... He's being tied up with these uh, these thongs. Alright. Paul, he looks over at the centurion. And he says, is it lawful for you to scourge a man who is a Roman and uncondemned? Now, when you read this, uh, you'll, you see that it surprises the centurion. And, he, he, and we, we, we mentioned that before. So he runs over to the chief captain and he says, do you realize what you're about to do? This man is a Roman. The chief captain, who's, who's also surprised, he goes over to Paul and he says, tell me, are you a Roman? And Paul answers him, yes. If you want to read that, let's go ahead and read it together. Acts chapter 22, we're going to read verses 25 to 27. And they bound him with thongs. Paul said unto the centurion that stood by, Is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is a Roman and uncondemned? When the Roman heard that, he went and told the chief captain, saying, Take heed what thou doest, for this man is a Roman. Then the chief captain came and said unto him, Tell me, art thou a Roman? He said, Yeah. You can, you can become a Roman either by birth, like Paul did, or you can buy the privilege, like we saw the Romans say he did. Paul was born into a Jewish family, and they lived in Tarsus, which is a province in Cilicia. Take a look with me. Acts chapter 22, verse 3. I am, a, I am verily a man which am a Jew. But born in Tarsus, 
a city in Cilicia, yet brought up in that in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the fathers, and was zealous toward God. And ye all are this day. You see, even though Paul was a Jew, or I should say is a Jew, the very fact that he was born in Tarsus makes him Roman. You see, Tarsus, if you look into it, was designated as a free city by Rome. But this commander that we're talking about here, you know, he tells Paul he had to pay a large sum of money to earn the same right that Paul got by birth. But you see, there's also, it's not mentioned here, but if you look into it, there's also a third way that you could become a Roman citizen. And that is through an extended period of service in the military. Rome, Rome, they, they wanted more soldiers. They wanted to have that, you know, a large military presence. So what they would do was they would offer citizenship to someone as a prize um, if they would serve 25 years and then receive an honorable discharge. Now, as far as the rights and privileges that you would get by being a Roman citizen, you know, you would receive, you know, wide range of privileges and also protection. And this would, of course, vary from time to time, as well as, you know, depending on where you were. Um, some of the more common ones were, was the right to vote. As well as you, you would also be eligible to run for office, you know, whether it be civil office or public office. You could also receive the right to, you know, make legal contracts as well as hold and own property. And, and that's not even to mention the privileges of things like immunity from some of the taxes and other, you know, obligations. You know, as, as a Roman citizen, you also had the right to sue someone. And yeah, you could also be sued, you know, in court. They also had the right to a trial. And uh, they could appear in a public court, you know, or I should say a proper court, where they could defend themselves. They could even, you know, request to appear before Caesar himself, you know. And, and then when you look here, we read that citizens could not be tortured and whipped, right? They could also not receive the death penalty, you know, unless they committed treason, you know. Um, and this is what kept Paul from being flogged here by the hands of these Romans. Let's look again. Acts chapter 22. We're going to read six verses here. We're going to read verses 23 to 29. And as they, care, as they cried out and cast off their clothes and threw dust into the air, the chief captain commanded him to be brought into the castle and bade that he should be examined, and, examined by scourging, that he might know wherefore they cried so against him. And as they bound him with thongs, Paul said unto the centurion that stood by, it is, is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is a Roman? and uncondemned. When the centurion heard that, he went and told the captain, saying, Take heed what thou doest, for this man is a Roman. Then the chief captain came 
and said unto him, Tell me, art thou Roman? He said, Yea. And the captain answered, With a great sum obtained this freedom. And Paul said, But I was freeborn. Then straightway they departed from him, which should have examined him. And the chief captain also was afraid, after he knew that he was a Roman, and because he had bound him. Paul uses the right to a trial before Caesar in Rome. Okay? He does this, of course, to avoid being sent back to Jerusalem to be tried by the Jewish leaders because they hated him. You remember this? We talked about this uh, when we did the, uh, you know, the, the uh, conspiracy against Paul. Paul knew, right, that if he was going to be sent back to Jerusalem, these men were going to kill him. Right? So let's take a look also at Acts chapter 25. We're going to read the first three verses. Now when Festus came into the province, after three days he ascended from Caesarea to Jerusalem. Then the high priest and the chief of the Jews informed him against Paul and besought him, desired favor against him, that he would send for him to Jerusalem, laying wait in the way to kill him. You know, so, so Paul uses the, uses the very fact that he is a Roman citizen to prevent himself from being murdered. Now, let's also read on uh, Acts chapter 25, verses 10 and 11. Then said Paul, I stand at Caesar's judgment seat when I ought to be judged. To the Jews have I done no wrong, and thou very well knowest. For if I be an offender, or have committed anything worthy of death, I refuse not to die. But, if there be none of these things, whereof these accuse me, no man may deliver me unto them. I appeal unto Caesar. The fact that Paul is a Roman citizen means that he can be treated, you know, like a common people, you know, like he can be treated better than someone who's a common person could. He knew there was an even greater group, though, one that was greater than the Roman Empire, as we we see him tell the church in Philippi. Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 to 21 says, For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. That's right. Paul was a Roman citizen. Paul had the rights of being a Roman citizen. All the stuff that a Roman enjoyed, Paul had the right to enjoy. And that, like I said, that prevented him from, from, from being killed by the Romans there. Now, this one, of course, is, uh, is on the shorter side. Um, but we've discussed that today. That was the second part in our Paul series, right? Um, tomorrow, uh, well, not tomorrow, um, probably Sunday, uh, Monday, you'll, you'll, 
I will record one Sunday night for Monday morning. Um, and that one will be um, the life of Paul. Uh, we'll be talking about Paul's life. Um, so I hope you guys are enjoying this series. Like I said, it's, uh, it's a little bit different. Um, but that's why it's a podcast exclusive, right? Um, also, uh, how are you enjoying me putting the little snippets before? I might see if I can find something to put before this one, which you'll know by now because you will have listened. I don't know if I put one there or not, but um, the past two episodes I've done it. I found little snippets that I can put in the front. I'll look and see if I can find something like that for this one. So I pray the Lord continues to bless all of you and keep you. And I hope to see you all here uh, tomorrow night for uh, well <laughs> Sunday for uh, Sunday morning for an all new sermons in the park. Um, thank you. And may God continue to bless you. Thank you.